You're listening to Your Mental Wellness Podcast for your voice and sanity with your host, Dr. Sybil Georgiana. Hey there. Today I want to talk about this fun topic of food and mood as it pertains to sexual expression. Since the beginning of time, I believe humans have pursued what we call aphrodisiacs, substances that are thought of having the capacity to enhance your sexual expression. And uh, we see it in the ancient cultures. Um, We see it nowadays, even if you do a search on aphrodisiacs, you can buy anything, literally. But the idea or the question is, is what we would purchase A, beneficial for sexual expression, and B, potentially even harmful. Um, As as people go to great lengths in order to be um, enhancing their sexual capacity. So the good news is that sexual capacity, the enhancement of it is literally at your fingertips and in your capacity to be enhanced through the foods that you eat. And um, we've seen in studies as well as in our private practice and um, give a shout out here to our nurse practitioner, Joyce Penner, who really has worked with a lot of clients to optimize their well-being and their food intake for sexual expression. That we see that the elimination of sodas from your diet and the elimination of simple carbohydrates, uh, so um, refined flour, refined sugar, stuff like that, as you eliminate it, it, within a short amount of time, increases the capacity of your body to produce um, the chemicals and the um, neurotransmitters and the hormones necessary for your sex hormones to be um, active and at good levels. In particular, your what we call bioavailable or free testosterone. So um, we found that um, as specifically men have eliminated simple carbohydrates and men and women have eliminated carbohydrates and sodas, that we see a better capacity for men to perform sexually as well as a decrease in potential interference by sexual pain. Um, And if you look at interstitial cystitis or some more complex situations, um, there are specific eating and nutritional guidelines um, that are there to then positively enhance uh, the decrease of sexual discomfort. So I just want to say here um, that eating clean can be used as an aphrodisiac, really. The stuff that's out there and advertised is questionable. Um, Things like a tree, you combine a bark. um, Even that, um, you would want to be careful um, in the capacity how that product is um, produced and that uh, if it's chemically produced, artificially produced, it can be potentially uh, even dangerous uh, versus if you have it in more of its raw um, way of being um, harvested, that it may uh, be you know, more helpful to consume. So if we think about what makes, especially for women as we age and as we are moving towards menopause, we see that the nutritional capacities for good mood, uh, there's there's different needs and demands. So there is an 
in a um, fat um, that is, um, or if we started even with like let's say flaxseed, flaxseed oil, or any other source of omega three, the idea is that you would want to have that. Um, use it at least like twice daily. Um, we look at the sex producing, um, what we call DHEA. It's a chemical in the body that is your um, source so that your body produces sex uh, related hormones. So you want to uh, use at least 10 milligrams daily in the morning for hormonal balance and an energy boost. Um, um, we look at um, vitamin C. If we think of, like, let's say you have a multivitamin, you want to take um, 500 milligrams um, twice um, daily. Uh, if we look at vitamin D, including, you know, what's usually in a multivitamin, we want to see that at least there is um, 400 to 4,000 units of vitamin D3 as part of your daily consumption. For women in particular, also calcium should be um, increased to about 2,000, I'm sorry, 1,250 to 1,500 milligrams a day, as well as magnesium, um, where we should see at least 700 to 1,500 milligrams daily, uh, as well as potentially foods or a product to um, enhance uh, the iron in the body. So the idea is that we have all these nutrients in the body that basically um, enhance our ability to be, um, you know, sexually at our best. Uh, one word with regards to the magnesium intake. Uh, magnesium and calcium need to be in balance with one another as they have opposite functions. So your calcium contracts your muscles. Magnesium relaxes your muscles. So the ideal ratio of calcium to magnesium is thought to be one to one to two to one. So for example, you get 800 milligrams of calcium a day, you need four to 800 milligrams of magnesium. And that's more than most what most um, people get in terms of magnesium. So you would want to look for these influences in your diet, in your food, in your multivitamins um, to optimize your um, sexual capacity. I hope this has been a little bit inspirational um, and not just something. Oh, before I end here, I want to just briefly comment as to uh, this commonly thought of aphrodisiac of alcohol. As alcohol is a central nervous depressant and it depresses our capacity to be inhibited. It depresses our capacity to give us a hard time. It, it, so it makes us feel we're more sexy if we drink. But the capacity of sexual or functioning is actually impaired through the use of alcohol. So the perception of the user is that it helps them to be more in it or um, maybe less distracted or they feel you know, less anxious. But the reality is that um, that mechanism, unfortunately, inhibits blood flow, inhibits your capacities to make good decisions, inhibits your capacity to connect to the other person, and therefore is maybe felt as aphrodisiac, but is truly what we call an anaphrodisiac. So something that would hinder you in your sexual capacity. And any other word with an anti in it, so anti-inflammatory, antidepressant, anti-hypotension, uh, that is, those are also thought as, and 
classified as an anaphrodisiac, so something that would hinder your sexual capacity. So be inspired. Um, I know this can be very specific um, to your needs uh, physically, emotionally. And I only talked about the more organic side of the um, mood. Um, but uh, I want to inspire you to really look into this because a lot of times we think our sexuality is in our head, but in reality, it's really how our body is able to be in it. So be inspired and let me know any thoughts or questions as I always look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us this week on Your Mental Wellness Podcast for your voice and sanity. Make sure to check out our show notes. Visit our website, www.toolsforvitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show. We would appreciate it if you would tell a friend about the podcast.